This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. In the words of Michael J. Fox, family is not an important thing, it's everything. How about a little family time this weekend? It's time to quarantine and hang out at home, play some games, make fun of the kids, make fun of dad. Make fun of dad because he thinks he's a ninja turtle. Find something to do. It's Friday. Into the weekend we go. Eric Lee Show. Richland's Courtney Carson. Let's do it. This is the Eric Lee Show with Richland Community College's Courtney Carson. Presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union. Yeah. Happy Friday. Boy, I have my headset way too loud. <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> blew my own blew my own brains out. You're excited that it's Friday, man. I mean, I am too. It seemed uh, like the week was long. I mean, it's no Thursday. Uh huh. Thursday's a great day. Really? Friday, Fridays. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of stuff to do at work on Friday. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh man. I got to set the whole weekend up. You know? mm. But I like Thursday too. Thursday's a good day. I like throwback Thursdays on Facebook, too. See all the old pictures of folks. I wish they were still that skinny and <laughs> wish I, they I, could I, still. I'm pretty sure I've relived Rodney Walker's entire life. <laughs> Thanks to throwback Thursday. I don't think I've missed one bit of it. <laughs> he is a throwback Thursday king. Isn't he the throwback Thursday king? My God. <laughs> got the whole college career knocked out. We've moved on to the high school stuff. We've got, we've got well, video. All of that. Kill him. <laughs> we made it to Friday. Happy Friday, Eric Lee's show. Richard Community College's Courtney Carson, yes, producer, yes. director, Dominique Smith is in the house. We're downtown. Open up the blinds today because the sun is not out. It's what? It's getting dark now at what? 3.08. I don't know. The sun's already gone every day. And it's pitch black in here by the time, uh, by the time we leave. Mm-hmm. You turn your light off and then I can't get out of here fast enough. <laughs> I can't even see the floor. <laughs> but. It's, so yeah, it's always dark in your in your off in in your booth, man. We've got another month of the of the daylight getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. It's so miserable. It's horrible. Why terrible? Why can't it be dark until ten and we we have sunrise? We have sunshine until seven. Here, call Mother Nature, man. It ain't about Matter Mother fact, Nature. Let's call up God and ask him why did you do this, man? Ain't got, no, it's, let's it's, call him up. It has nothing to do with, with we, we can call we up. can adjust our clocks. It has nothing to do with. <laughs> With the sunlight time of where we live. Well, let's call up the president and say we want to change this thing around. It would be the the world leaders. We'd have to change things uh, as a whole for, the, do for we, the markets and all that, yeah, whatever. Can, whatever whatever reasons whatever. that it's important that it's sunny before anybody wakes up. Hey, listen, I believe that you and I, if we challenge those individuals in this community to start waking up at a certain hour, and we're going to change the whole scope. We can get it We're done. just going to just start waking up and going Real to... Real talk and going to protest. We just go with every company and start convincing them that Listen. the regular workday should be 11 to 7. Real talk. And, uh, and, and <laughs> no, the workday stays the same. I don't think we wake up later. It's just dark for a few hours when we no, wake up. No, it really is. It's just. T- it's Wouldn't it be different. nice? I mean, even teachers, if you, you know, I know it's a weird world right now. I think teachers, if, if they're about the only people, in, or I, I guess there's the seven to three shift for mm-hmm. for uh, for some places. I know the railroad has a seven to three shift. Mm-hmm. Everybody got that. So the, even the three, even the people that got for three, they get almost no daylight. Hey, they get like two. They get an hour and a half. 
I mean, there's going to be hours. there's going to be the the amount of sunlight that there's going to be, no matter what the clock says, mm-hmm. it's going to be the same amount of daylight. So right, right. That's why I can't see. We can flip the script. People always try to give you reasons why. Oh, it's for farming, and it's for farmers go work in the dark anyway. Why would it matter if they work for another hour in the dark, <laughs> two hours in the dark? Why can't we just have some more daylight? These I, are questions that will never be fixed. Yeah. I realize that. Yeah, we'll never fix it. I think we could though. I think Phoenix, me. We could pull a Phoenix and Ferb. Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Yo mama, my mama, oh mama, whatever. <laughs> you didn't get that. I was quoting a song. <laughs> right. Me, me and you. And you your yo mama, mama and your cousin too. <laughs> Rolling down the street. Oh, oh, hey. Coming out slamming Cadillac like those folks on <laughs> Folks that's listening like, how does Eric know that song? Oh, man. When I was in high, graduate high school in 97. <laughs> hey. You yeah. Were, no, I was going to say Outcast is crossover, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think especially hey y'all, everybody, yeah. mama and cousin, and then listen to hey. Don't y'all. you think the Black Eyed Peas are just a popper version of Outcast? Ish. They, granted, they had a female singer, but just I, I feel like it's just they just took an Outcast style of rhyming, yeah, and made them pop songs. Yeah, because Outcast originally they were you know dance they, songs, you know. No, they were gangsters. Yeah, in the beginning. And then they ch- transitioned into pimps, yeah. and then they got saved and started making pop music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Outkast really made pop songs, but they did make radio play. Hit. That Hey Y'all is a, definitely pop. Hey Y'all, yeah, that, hey that, was, that was way out of character for them. Yeah, hey. that was that was 3,000, though, trying to yeah. portray his alter ego, <laughs> Who's a Benjamin, weird, whatever his name is. Weird, was, weird cat. Yeah, he's so funny. See the Key and Peele bit about Andre 3000 running back into Big Boy and like, uh, the I coffee didn't see shop. That. Uh, Have you heard his one of his records where he's like, listen, man, I'm sorry that I didn't want to go on tour anymore. And I just had stage fright all this time. He had stage fright. He's an introvert. That's Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He just got I don't know. Yeah, you like it. We're back to essential you like water. It. You like it. Essentia. Yeah. Talk to me Isn't about it. Isn't this the one I thought tasted weird last time? No. no that was a what, Chuck Norris one. How does it taste now? This is it, it tastes normal. So it was the one that you thought was weird. Because it got the pH balance at like nine, I just wanted okay. it's nine point five. Like so this is one, one of the highest. I just wanted to try to. I wanted so to I create a, a situation. No, you got a good water. But the last one was a bad one. I, I wanted you to taste weird. all of these waters and then double back. And do you see what I'm saying? You see how it works? You taste some garbage. Like and now, now you're seeing this. The one I didn't what, like was this exact same brand. Now you like it. You <laughs> just said you like it. This bottle tastes like normal water. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's not like <laughs> you like the water. Man. I've only disliked a couple, but I haven't liked any of them. They've all just tasted like acceptable water. I'm concerned. I like that it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's solid cold temperature. Oh, that's I keep forgetting to bring you room temperature water. Oh no, I don't want to drink that. You have to. I don't want to. You have to please. It's gross. Do it for me, man. You have brought me room temperature Do it for water. The you culture. brought in aquafina, and after six minutes, it was room temperature. <laughs> this bottle. Do it. I think Do those it bottles for the are, culture of water drinkers. Those around bottles the world. are made out of carpet. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Did you bring a bottle in for Dom's dog? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I forgot these do. I forgot when we look at pH balance, water, alkaline water. We she yeah. Dang. Dom, give yeah, me the water. Yeah, I gotta drink this one. So. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, the dogs can't have that. That's yeah, right. she got to drink about this that one. Too. That's good. She needs some water in her life, man. She drink, she drink too much pop. I saw that big old pop she got from Kentucky Fried Chicken. You saw one pop. That doesn't mean she drinks too much pop. She drinks too much pop. It's she, a medium. The fact she drinks she, pop with her she, Corona oh, is a serious it, issue. It's a serious issue, man. <laughs> you, with the KFC, 
It's a little... I have a lot of issues. That's not one of them. You got KFC today? <laughs> yeah. I had KFC today. I had KFC for months. For real? How was it? Uh, it's all right. It didn't blow me away. For real? Yeah, the sandwich on the picture looks gigantic, and then it's like a... McDonald's like this McDouble. little bitty bait. It's like a it's like a one dollar sandwich from oh, for like a McDonald's. Yeah, I miss Popeyes. I want I want one of their chicken. What yeah, happened that, with Popeyes, man? Why did they get shut down? Health departmented. Health departmented. <laughs> and not in a the health department is a bad person way. Oh really? In a the health department <laughs> had to do their job way. Oh my gosh! From why? the from the sounds of the report. Why did Popeyes get caught up so much? They seem like they was shut down every other month. Uh yeah, it does feel like that. You know, <laughs> my God, it's every other month. Yeah, you know, it, now they've been closed months. Wasn't yeah. that like May or June? It was early pandemic, I believe. Come on, come on. Um, uh, what is that chicken place in Springfield? I was about to call him Krispy Kreme. <laughs> the chicken sandwich. Chicken, oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Come on, Chick-fil-A. We need you, baby. We need you in our lives. At least they gonna, they'll stay open. They have some of the best uh, customer service at Chick-fil-A. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. The customer service alone makes you want to go back. You know, they're closed on Sundays. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's all right with you, though, because you already got 10 hours planned on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that day is for the Lord. For the next uh, 12 hours, I'll let you know how my KFC was. <laughs> Usually, KFC, my body likes to remind me that you had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is it loud or kind of one of them soft situations, quiet uh, situations? It's a quiet situation. Okay, quiet situation. It's like... It's a rumble in the jungle. Oh, okay. So it does. So it, it doesn't fill up the room. It is not, no, no, no. Okay. No. I was trying to get to where you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want? Let's let's do some rolling out. Roll out. Roll out. Me and you. Roll out. Your mama on the roll out too. <laughs> Rollout is always brought to you by our country financial insurance agents, Jeff Ludwig, Zach Young, and Zach Ludwig. Jeff and Zach Young, their office, of course, is in Forsyth. Uh, phone number of 877-2830. Right now, just call and get a quote on anything and then head on in there and get a $25 gift card to Texas Roadhouse. How easy is that? Uh, that'll buy you a couple steaks out the door, a couple of them good Roadhouse salads. You're set. You're good to go. And just forget a quote. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to change your insurance. Just get a quote. They trust the product enough to give away $25 of food. Uh, every time you, uh, well, maybe not every time you check in, but at least the first time you check in and get a quote. Give him a call, 877-2830. Zach Ludwig's office out on Route 36, heading out towards the MTZ if you want to visit with him. Also the secondary office of Jeff and Zach in, too. So good stuff. We appreciate him being on board. The numbers, uh, we're, we're going to hover around this, but I, I just like that we're not going up. Mm-hmm. We went from a couple days of 15,000 in the state. We had that weird drop under nine mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday. Went back up to 14 yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at 13,012 new cases of COVID-19 mm-hmm. in the state. Um, we don't want those numbers to go up, go up, but I, I think as is part of what has been a natural uh, consistency with the numbers, you see the numbers jump, and then a week later, unfortunately, you see the deaths jump because uh-huh. you go through a wave. And uh, we're at 126 that passed away yesterday with this disease in their system, and uh, it's terrifying. Macon County lost th- uh, four more, two females, one in her 50s, one in her 80s, and two males in their 80s. Uh, thoughts to those families for sure. These are real people for sure. No matter what you believe, uh, at least respect these families that are mm-hmm. losing people. Um, we're over 634,000 cases in the state, and that's now 11,304 lives lost in the state of Illinois with COVID. Maybe mm-hmm. not of COVID, but with COVID for sure. Uh, you can check the, always check these stories out daily at nadicator.com. It was good news for a while. Now we're back to bad, starting off with bad news. Um, yeah. 
another flip. We are less than a week to Thanksgiving. The state fire marshal with Thanksgiving comes crowded kitchens with people working overtime to get meals ready for their families. The National Fire Protection Agency Association and National Fire Incident Reporting System released data that shows the leading cause of home fires and home fire injuries is cooking. U.S. fire departments respond to an average of 166,100 homes every year involving cooking equipment, and Thanksgiving is a leading day for home fires that involve cooking equipment. On Thanksgiving Day, there are four times the average number of home fires occurring. Ranges and cooktops account for nearly three out of every five home fires reported, and ovens account for 13% of those fires. There's a lot more stats on here. There's some tips from the state fire marshal to keep in mind when you're preparing your food, like never leave food that you're frying, boiling, grilling, or broiling unattended. If you leave the kitchen even for a short amount of time, turn off the stove. Frying a turkey has become more popular in recent years, and that is a super easy way to set a fire uh, with a turkey fryer. Just be careful. There, these numbers are going to go up this year mm-hmm. because there's going to be less giant masses of Thanksgiving. So that means two things. One, obviously, more people cooking. First-time cookers. And yeah. two, way more first-time cookers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just be extra careful Yeah. what's Definitely. going on. we got to get up at 4 o'clock the next morning and uh, head to the airport. So our, our Thanksgiving, we, we, we're going to grab one meal and then go to bed early. It's going to okay. be an interesting Thanksgiving. Right. Um, we are still going to go to Vegas because their numbers are actually better than ours. Oh, man, shoot. Everybody's numbers better than ours, it seems. But we're going to quarantine we get back and do mm-hmm. all the important things. Um, just for for an update on, on this show as part of the uh, the rollout, we'll have three shows next week, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, Friday going to be like Thanksgiving specials, best of, stuff that uh, that Fox News offers up on the station. Uh, and then Monday, Tuesday, the following week, you'll have uh, Jesse Younghouse in with Courtney. Yes, yes. Yeah. So starting December. Yes, yes, me and Jess. Ending November, starting December with uh, the Yes, Yes, Courtney and Jess crew. <laughs> I'll be back Wednesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll be quarantined from home. So you won't actually see me for over a week. I'm a, I'm going to miss you, man. Yeah, I hope you can deal but with it. But make that. sure you quarantine. But we'll talk. We'll yeah. Talk. Yeah, I'll get tested. Once I'm back for three or four days, I'll go get tested. And then hopefully be back uh, back here by Monday the 6th, I think that is. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, I think uh, the 5th is Saturday. No, the 7th. Monday the 7th. So. I don't know how to be funny. like how you're funny. Huh? So I just want you to know that. <laughs> I need some funny tips. You and, Je- you and Jess, you don't have to be funny. You know, everything that I say isn't funny. You just think it's funny. But it is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's extremely it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, more uh, more on the rollout this weekend. Illinois football on the station tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, pregame kickoff at 11 here on WSOI. Uh, the Bears are off this week, so you won't have the Bears over on WDZ. Uh, so only one team plays? How about that for a lack of disappointment in our <laughs> lives as Illinois and Bears football fans? It won't be as bad. And then starting next Wednesday here on WSOI, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, by the way, Illini basketball. Yes, yes. Holy cannoli. Cannoli. Holy cannoli. That's a Chris Farley line from Saturday Night Live. And I was going to give one other thing. I thought there was one other sports note I was going to give as part of the rollout, but I can't remember. Come on, you can remember. I can't believe you can't remember. We talked about Clay Thompson yesterday, right? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that, we did talk about that was a major Clay. story. Uh, all right, yeah, I guess that's it. There's some NBA stuff going on, but there's no need to get into any of that. So, yeah, that'll complete the rollout. Courtesy of Jeff Ludwig, Zach Young, and Zach Ludwig, Country Financial. Insurance agents. We uh, we got one guest today, President mm-hmm. of the EDC, Nicole Bateman. Yes, yes. B- big announcement that, that she made on Buyers and Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know if she she made it on Buyers and Company. I don't know if that was the original announcement, but she did talk about it. She was on with. Usually we keep 
Uh, Nicole's visits two weeks apart, so we don't have, you know, load up the same convo, but such a big announcement. She had to make a special appearance on Buyers and Company to talk about it. And then this is her normal week with us, so mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat and get caught up with Nicole. And then 4.30, it's that time of the week. Ask a guy. It's time to ask a guy. You got, you, you ready? I, I am. I am. I have a, yeah, I am. I have a serious, more serious question because I'm, I'm, I just got to ask, but yeah. Ask okay. Yeah. I got, I got two. I only got one. And it's serious? We're going to go down a serious road? It's a serious one, I think. I've well, got, it's I, not serious, but it's funny and oh, serious okay. at the same okay. time. Okay. Yeah, good enough. I've, I've got a somewhat, yeah, it's not really serious. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll save it. I'll eventually get to it. We'll, uh, we'll be asking a guy through, uh, through the year, through the, through the holidays. Yeah. Universal Children's Day, by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, it's United Nations holiday, as they we're all just, are. We're uh, just celebrating children? World Children's Day was first established in 1954 as Universal Children's Day and is celebrated on November 20th each year to promote international togetherness, awareness among children worldwide, and improving children's welfare. Mm. Uh, important date, as it is the date in 1959 when the U.N. General Assembly adopted the Declaration of Rights of the Child. Do you want me to go on? I mean... <laughs> Children, I didn't I think know we children had rights. Happy Universal. got to listen to their parents. Or World's Children Day. Mm-hmm. There it is. So I think my son Creed walk around the house like he got some real rights. Yeah. I ain't doing his homework. Oh, okay. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he gets away with whatever he wants until mom, <laughs> mom gets home. <laughs> we have heard about jumping off the furniture. <laughs> I have watched... This kid do whatever he wants around dad. <laughs> one night, Courtney goes, get upstairs. You guys go upstairs. And they went upstairs for one second, came right back down. We're slipping around the floor again, <laughs> practically running into the whole pool table. But they went upstairs, though. For one second. <laughs> I guess it counts. <laughs> I'll tell you a sports story to watch. There's a young man named Camillo Villegas. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the last you know the Masters was last week this this week there is still a PGA golf tournament mm-hmm. not many of the stars are playing it but it's called the RSM Classic it's in Georgia uh, two strokes from the lead right now is a guy named Camilo Villegas who's who's making his uh, I don't know fourth or fifth re- match uh, tournament return since his 22 month daughter passed away of cancer this dude if he wins this tournament it would be one of the coolest things to happen in sports. In ages. Oh, really? It's hard. It's really hard to win a golf tournament. You know, mm-hmm. there's 180 guys that could, d- different guys that could be competing in a PGA tournament anytime. Actually, more like two, probably 220. And uh, it's hard to win a tournament. You get a, you get a handful of guys that win two, three tournaments in a year. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if or when this when Viegas won his last tournament, but I believe it's only his fourth or fifth match back. If you find yourself on Sunday looking for something to watch, see if Viegas is still in there. Because gotcha. if he wins, it would be uh, a pretty amazing thing in sports. Gotcha. So, gotcha. in honor, it's 22, wait, unless, unless his daughter passed away 22 months ago, but she was very young either way. I think she was, I think she was older than that. So I think maybe they're less than two years having lost her. And he took a big break from golf. And, uh, but she, she passed mm-hmm. away. No, she just passed away at the beginning of the season. So she must have been about two years old. I had the 22 months thing stuck in my head. I can't remember if it was her age or how long ago it was. And that's how, that must have been how old she was because she just mm-hmm. passed away towards the beginning of the golf season. And he took four or five months off, pretty much the pandemic, and uh, came back about a month ago. So everybody in the sports world is rooting for that dude. Go Camillo. We get a break. On the way to break, 
your first peek at a three-day weather forecast. We also will uh, uh, have an open segment when we come back. So right now, take a peek. Three-day weather forecast for the weekend, the Rev. This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today is partly sunny with a high near 64. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 41 and a chance of late showers. On Saturday, mostly cloudy with a a bit of rain later with a high near 48. And on Sunday, a 40% chance of rain and mostly cloudy with a high near 46. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and please try to stay healthy. And because we got the 30 seconds to do it, Mm -hmm. phone lines are open, 875-1340. We got our last three good neighbor giveaways from their State Farm Insurance agents, Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. Dom's going to wait a minute before she answers the phone. That gives our uh, our our, uh, our people listening on the stream a chance. But 875-1340, if you're listening, call right now. And uh, you're going to win a $25 gift certificate somewhere local in town. I can't tell you where because you go into Mike Mandrill's office and you get to pick from what they have left. So 875-1340, call right now. We're back with more. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Pfizer says it's asking for emergency authorization to begin distributing its coronavirus vaccine, which the company says has shown to be 95% effective in tests. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar says the first doses will go to those most at risk from the virus. Those in nursing homes, assisted living, etc., uh, as well as our health care workers and our first responders. U.S. coronavirus deaths have now exceeded a quarter million. Georgia today certifying the results of its election after a hand count of ballots, showing former Vice President Joe Biden the winner. Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. The numbers reflect the verdict of the people. Not a decision by the Secretary of State's office or of courts or of either campaigns. President Trump's legal team is expected to challenge today's certification. America is listening to Fox News. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers & Company with the United Way Update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way Update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please, do your part and wear a mask. Cataracts affect 50% of adults between 65 and 74, and the effects can start as early as age 55. Cataracts may be common, but that doesn't mean they can't be corrected. At Gailey Eye Clinic, we understand that every eye is slightly different in size, depth, and curvature. That's why we offer a customized, tailored treatment just for you. See the world clearly, the way it was meant to be. Schedule a consultation for cataract surgery at GaileyEyeClinic.com. Gailey Eye Clinic, focused on you. Or. Update your home with beautiful custom cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you within budget. 
And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. Hi, this is JR from Speed Lube, and we know if you've got a diesel truck, you love it and want to take good care of it. And there is no better way than with Shell Rotella Motor Oil from Speed Lube. Whether you need T5 synthetic blend or T6 full synthetic oils for your truck, Speed Lube has you covered. And we will have you back on your way faster than anyone with no appointment necessary. And should your truck need more, we at Speed Lube can handle that too. But keep your diesel truck powering along at its best with Shell Rotella Motor Oil and your next oil change is Speed Lube. With six Decatur area locations to serve you. You're building a legacy, and you're at a point where you're moving beyond your own financial goals. You're focused on your family's security, giving to a cause you're passionate about, or even starting a foundation. Entrust PC Wealth Management to maximize your wealth's potential. We'll provide you with the highest level of personalized service with your goals and values at the forefront. Learn more at Busey.com. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Here's some Garth Brooks, finally. Isn't this just a nice, relaxing, not stolen from some other artist song by a a guy that wears a cowboy hat and cowboy boots? Real country. You don't have to like it. No, it's cool. It's just better than the garbage country that we have today. This actually isn't one of his best songs. There's some good ones, though. I'm but I'll take this any day over some Luke Bryan garbage. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Trying to, trying to listen to that song. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Nice. <laughs> Pina Coladas. That's more like a Jimmy Buffett kind of song. Yeah. I thought it was cool, man. Yeah. I'm eclectic from time to time. You're really not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's got what I have planned. I know I, I got to preach in the morning. Uh, Tomorrow morning? Yep, a virtual national virtual uh, call with the Rainbow Push Coalition. So I'll preach that and uh, then kind of just probably go to sleep, catch up on some rest. Man, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, I think this, it's a good weekend to not do anything. Yeah, right. You it, know, it is that. Watch some football, and if mm-hmm. that's not your thing, then uh, get, catch up on some shows, mm-hmm. find some movies. You know, I am taken back by the fact that Jonathan. <laughs> a little shocked. His assistant who was uh listening to the show was like, I can't believe this man didn't know what a Chico stick was. He kind of uh, knew. He, he knew what a Chico what stick was. Yeah, he just hadn't had one. But yeah, he just hadn't had one. Okay, that, so think of Jonathan Jackson's life as a child. <laughs> right. He probably wasn't able to just run down to the candy store with uh with not 75 cents in his pocket. Right, not at all. Not at all. He was probably like, "Dad, dad, can I get a dollar? I'm going to the candy store." He's like, "What 
what would a dollar bring to you? <laughs> what would a dollar bring to you? <laughs> what would a dollar bring to you, Jonathan? Think about it. <laughs> Wealth is not brought by some financial advantage in your pocket. Never mind, Dad. Dad, right. <laughs> oh, man. There was a comedian somewhere that said how awful it would have been to have been Martin Luther King's dad. Or Martin Luther Son. King's kid. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he just preaches at you about everything. Yeah. <laughs> but even more, you know, uh, Jonathan was a young boy around the time his father was running for president. So that had to be, like, different. Oh, yeah. You know? He wasn't getting no 10-cent Chico stick. <laughs> Eat your broccoli. <laughs> Eat your broccoli. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, he was eating like Toblerones, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that rich Swiss chocolate candy bar. Right. Oh, man, that, that messed me up. I was like, what? <laughs> I know you ain't just say that on the on the radio show. He did mention now and later, though. So he knows a little something about us. Yeah, but now and later is kind of. About cheap candies. Now and later is really, that's like it was a cosmopolitan candy, though. Now and later. It was in the dime bin. Now and later. Yeah. Individually. Like, not the package. Well, the tiny packages. The like, tiny, like the little four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they're not no Boston baked beans, though, right? Now, now and later, mainstream, I think. No. No. No, I think they're in the same ballpark. Nah. I think small packages of now and later's, Boston baked beans, lemon heads. Then you get candy to the, cigarettes. Candy cigarettes on that, that, that. Yeah. Necco wafers. Mm-hmm. And those little red, little one-cent gummy... Circus peanuts. <laughs> Circus peanuts. Those chewy orange... <laughs> yeah, oh, I hated those things, man. Bitter honeys. Mm-hmm. The, the Brock's, like B-R-A-C-H, Brock's, like uh, Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. I think all these are were in that that same case at the candy store, which was the... Uh, if they steal one, we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blow pops, probably. Have you ever got cut? Have you ever stole anything when you were a child? I remember. You remember Walgreens would always have like three pieces for a dime, and it was mm-hmm. all in the honor system. You put the damn dime in there. And yeah. I, I remember as a kid a couple times doing that. Yeah. My mom also has a story that I think as a kid sitting in a cart, I grabbed something one time, a candy mm-hmm. bar, and she found me with it. And we weren't far enough. We had left the store. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She'll text me if she's listening. I, I don't know why I said if. But but she was like, made me go back and like return. But I, I was so young, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. That's but funny. If you're asking me if I openly stole anything, did you ever steal anything? Don't be asking me that question. <laughs> <laughs> you thief. Like as a kid. Yeah. yeah I was, I, as a kid, I'll tell you that story. You remember the old Osco Jewels? I think it was out. Um, well, we call it outside, but out east on the southern end, down the street from uh, Eisenhower. Oh, yeah. Remember when that was yeah. Jewel, like Osco Jewel or whatever the situation may have been? Yeah, right on the corner of yeah. Cantrell and I took some candy 16. from there one time. My mom was trying to make me go back in the store and give it back, so I just yeah. put it in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in my mouth, man. Yeah, well, this, is, this explains a lot of the next few years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did some harsher stuff than that, but that was just one of those times when, you know, it was crazy because out of any and everything that I've done, I never wanted to hurt my mother's feelings, man, for some reason. Yeah. And, and my grandmother's feelings, especially my grandmother, but I never wanted to hurt her feelings. And 
<laughs> off the time disappointed her maybe and it was like dang sorry mom dukes <laughs> makes sense you know uh yeah. do you have you don't have hbo max do you yeah do you yeah did you watch a fresh prince reunion yet i have not Came i don't want to watch the fresh, i don't want to watch i'm upset right now man i'm trying to find the fresh prince movie that's what i want to watch have you seen the trailer for that there ain't no movie yeah there's a movie there's a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air no movie. movie. Google the trailer for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air movie that's supposed to come out. And I'm looking for Coming to America Part 2. It was supposed to come out a long time ago. And that, well, well, I guess it they got moved, moved back. Everything got moved back like a whole calendar year. It, a calendar year? Yeah. Man, I see. I hope I there live ain't nothing. I just Google. Stuff. There ain't nothing about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air movie. There's you ain't the, seen it. You got to look at. This is Google in front of me right here. It's probably one reunion, of those fake reunion, things reunion. that he saw. I think you probably saw. No. A preview for the. Yeah. For Keep the going. reunion. Yeah, probably? He, he's seeing something. He just official, paused. Official trailer. There it is. Push. Now push the button on that thing, man. I'm looking for that. This is a year and a half old. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a year. I saw it a long time ago. I'm trying to watch that right there. Look at it. Oh, it's not Will Smith in that. Then. No, okay. it's not Will Smith, but okay. it's you know his life, and I would really like to see that. Okay, so so okay. Uh, I didn't yeah, know those existed. Now see, that's like so when y'all talk to it's me called, about that, it's called Bel Air. Bel Air, yeah, Bel Air. When y'all was talking to me about that, I was like, "Is it that?" I'm excited. Then I learned that it was just a reunion. I'm like, I don't want to see this. You see what I'm saying? It just looks like one of those independent YouTube movies or something. It's an independent movie, uh, you know, with the same, you know, storyline. Those are some but of the best movies. Why does that mean you wouldn't want to watch a reunion of the, of the six year run of the show? I don't know. <laughs> you need to watch it. Is it it was fantastic. That's a sit down. They show old clips, but they're just having real conversations. They bring the old Aunt Viv back. That was a messy divorce. Mm, yeah. um, and that a lot was of it, sad. a lot of it had to do with a 21 year old Will Smith banishing her. So oh really? They they get into it. Yeah, it's pretty. Did oh. you know the story? Of I didn't it? know it. I heard. I, I didn't even know she was fired. I saw YouTube. I knew. You know, I knew clips. it was. A, I knew it was a messy split, but I had no idea who's it. There's some YouTube clips where she calling Will Smith out on yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I saw some of that. And she even said, "I've said a lot of mean things, a mm-hmm. lot of bad things about you." But I mean, it, see, but that's what I thought it was. It's I was disappointed. Good, it's a good reuniting. Though. Well, I watch. Yeah, it. they reconcile. It's it's great. She even posted on Twitter and how she her heart is so moved now and. Her heart's full, so I thought it was pretty cool. So you watched it? I watched it right away. I didn't even understand why. How many they, times you did know, you cry? Really? It's like that? Three times. Well, they talk about Uncle Phil as a person. Oh, James man. Avery yeah. died. I cried so. then. I cried during the Aunt Viv's part. And then there's one other scene that. Oh, and I cried during just. When they're just, showing the scene of Where they're father. showing the scene itself. <laughs> the, 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 oh, the father the, scene. The greatest scene in history of. of Maybe Dude. network television. And when because he says what he so said real. to him, oh, I didn't know that story. That's that so was real. So cool. That whole, and yeah. Grown yeah. people still this, got they, issues with that. He botched his line in that scene. Mm-hmm. And James Avery, I won't I won't spoil it, but James Avery got him in the mode. It's pretty really? cool. He said something to him. And then they did the, they did it just kind of dry. And they did it a few more times. But right after James Avery told him, that's the one they used. And, really? Uh, yeah. No, it's killer. It's killer. I gotta watch it. Sorry, I was that being seems, so pessimistic about it. I that was, scene's always uh, terrible. That whole show, though, mm-hmm. was ahead of its time. Yeah. And teaching you lessons. And what's horrendous is we're twenty plus thirty years later. Mm-hmm. We still need to learn those same damn lessons. Yeah. I mean about oppression and about. Oh, you know, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, the episode 
where Carlton's getting pulled over, driving, I don't know if it was a Cadillac, and Carlton's being Carlton, saying, oh, the police are our friend. And Will's like, no, you keep your hands on the steering wheel. Right. And right. then they go, they get thrown in jail, and Uncle Phil comes and he's a hero. Like, it's all just kind of like blanketed. That was Aunt Viv's probably one of her best scenes, uh, too, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, That's blanketed in comedy, but, mm-hmm. man, this stuff is real. Yeah. <laughs> that scene, and probably, I don't know if you watched Family Matters, they did a similar one to that, and I think those were the first, like, two scenes that really made me mm-hmm. realize that how Eddie, real that is. Was that Eddie getting pulled over, maybe? Eddie getting pulled over, and then Harassed Carl the going... Cop. Up to those cops. That's right. That's yeah, right. That was one of the best scenes that I, it, it resurfaced during the Black Lives Matter movement. That in the Will Smith one, and I was just as a kid, I was blown away by that. And those were shows. Now, Fresh Prince wasn't necessarily written by by black writers, but I think they had black people in the room. Mm-hmm. But they, 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 she even makes a comment. The new, the new Aunt Viv says, "We could tell these writers this isn't how black families act," and they had they had say so like during the week. Um, of, of prepping for, for each episode. And, um, you know, and they listened. And that's what kind of was, is, is what made it a great show. Isn't it amazing? It's only six seasons. Does it feel like? Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. And then that show seems like it was on air forever, man. It, it's crazy. I never realized how but, iconic it was until afterwards, also. And I think they kind of talked about that, and, too. They didn't realize. Well, when it's impact. kind of the, when, it, when it's one of the first of its time. Yeah. That's, w- that's, we, you don't know when you're in the middle of it. I think they said w- it was one of three black shows on television at that current time is what which i'm assuming three black family shows black families yes which i'm assuming was uh, family Co- matters cosby's the cosby show and family uh-huh. matters i guess cosby show how long did that go because it was 80s Forever. to like 12 seasons i 12 think seasons. now maybe it was done by then but i think it was like family matters definitely though uh oh yeah but that has that's a family show so like but you had a different world on and stuff like that but i guess that's not a family show how traumatizing is it and this may be one of the reasons why I want to go back to that conversation. One of the reasons why young African-American men don't want to become police officers is because we have to see that oftentimes. And yeah. How traumatizing is that? So in every black show that that scene comes up, um, even a new uh, Netflix series, American, whatever, I forget the title of it, where the, there's a the football um, player. You will love that show. You, I'm challenging you to watch that. All American. All American. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun, there's a scene in there that's identical to – what we just discussed. Yep. How yeah, they brought that in last season. Yeah, how traumatizing is that for um, young African-American men to see that, witness that, and then uh, a police officer may, you know, expect, even today I get kind of Are you of kind of blaming the show for portraying it that way? I mean, because it's legit. No, it's legit. It's I just think legit. it's traumatizing. It's yeah. not legit in 95% of America. That, that's maybe one thing because, you know, it, but right. it's legit in 95% of African American uh, life. No matter when you, when a police officer gets behind you, the worry is terrifying. The, okay, the, the, wor- the worry. Yeah. The worry. Oh, yeah, most yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll give you that. But not yeah. the harassment. Not the, not the yeah. harassment. Yeah. I think it goes, I think it's a, a situation where the, the moment is heightened. So yeah. it's, why you pull me over? And then, you know, or maybe it's a situation where a young person speaking loud, and yeah. the police officer like, yo, calm down. He's like, yo, I am calm. And now it's attitudes, that, you know what I'm saying? Because people don't know how to interact or deal with authority. And I believe that uh, we're not taught how to deal with authority because in kindergarten, uh, as a child, the only time we ever interact with the people that's in authority yeah. is going to the principal's office. You're, you're, you're so we're a, in trouble. We're on a double negative sword here. Yeah, it's tough. Because police are portrayed to young black kids. Mm-hmm as harassers right right and find a reason and 
they'll shoot you in the back because this has happened in the past. Mm-hmm. The black male is portrayed in society as the aggressor. Right. Which isn't always accurate. I mean, it's going to be as accurate as any male being an aggressor. Right. I mean, uh, but, but, but so you've got young, eventually to be police officers growing up in a society that sees black males painted as the aggressor and pushing the, the envelope, I guess, right? So mm-hmm. you've, you've got both sides being guided by what we see in society as an over-exaggeration. Yeah, so because we never get to see the clip of the African-American young person doing the right thing at a police or doing something yeah. where the interaction is a healthy the, interaction. I don't blame the TV shows for not doing it, though, because you everybody should be if if I if I was a writer for a black show, I would want to tell it the truth. I would want to tell the truth of the fear, and but not half half the truth, right? I would want to tell the truth for sure. The that, moment was happening, but then I, we need to see something. Yeah. Our young people need to see an, a, a healthy interaction as well, because that's that's mirror nearing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I, I, we have to see something healthy because majority of the time it is a scary situation. Police officer gets behind me, my stomach drops because I just lost money on a speeding ticket. <laughs> right. I does. I, we don't. We don't have the same feeling. When yeah. Happens. And Police- that's and that is legit. We watched. I mean, I, I saw multiple in. You know, like uh, on the NBA shows, which was hot at the time of George Floyd. Real men who have you know crying, crying, brought to tears by these situations. Mm-hmm. They're real. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it it may not be as real here. But it is real in major cities. Oh, for sure. It is real. Most definitely. And it's not all of the police or half of the police. Mm-hmm. It's that term, bad apples. But hopefully these bad apples are being weeded out, not by waiting for them to do something mm-hmm. like shoot an innocent man or put a knee on a neck for eight minutes. Right. But I mean, I think I, we have a great police department. I will say that you will see it. Maybe not as much in big cities, but you will see it a lot in small towns as well, especially when you have like a. Uh, well, when you get super small. Yeah. Like smaller than here. But I mean, I know about. like some of my friends have have experienced it as well, and I don't know which departments or whatnot, but I know it it does happen. And even like Courtney said, like no. he has really good relationship with police officers. I have really good relationship, but I get nervous when I'm with three or four of my black friends at night and we're driving, and I mean it's a. It's a different kind of feeling. Obviously, I it would be heightened if I was in, like, you know, Compton or Vallejo, California or something like that. But it's still. So I, I see this scenario from the police perspective. Do you see this scenario from the police perspective? There's a neighborhood that is known for drug sales. This is a this is a, a scenario I'm painting. OK, uh, the police are aware of this. Uh, the police are, are, are watching houses. OK. A car pulls out of there, a a $90,000 car pulls out of there. I I understand why you would be offended for getting pulled over for being a black man driving a nice car. But if you're in a neighborhood known for that and they're trying to find out, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know the scenario that that I'm painting Mm -hmm. that you're, because I have friends who drive nice cars, somebody we both know very well who's been pulled over multiple times because he's got family in neighborhoods. That he goes and visits, and he's in a nice car, and he's been, and he feels he's been pulled over for being in a nice car. We've got a police department trying to take drugs off the street too, so they pull you over for not using a turn signal on some tiny road. So it feels like you're being picked on. Do you understand the other side of that? 
No, I can see it. I mean, I can see. I can. Do you feel I, harassed as as a person of color, or do you feel harassed as somebody who's doing too well in life? You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to see. What I'm trying to ask you. You know, do do you feel offended? Is it just a color thing? Because it, I think the whole link is the neighborhood in this scenario. I think I understand the the pulling over for sure, and I don't think that's a just not the additional harassment. But I but there is the worry like. How is this pullover going to go? Like, I get he's pulling me over. I'm talking to him. I hear how it's going. But is there at any point in time where he's going to deem skin color a threat later yes. in the conversation, especially if I at some point disagree with him? I got pulled over for this exact reason. Mm-hmm. I worked at the railroad for four years. Mm-hmm. The railroad is in not the greatest area of town. I worked at midnights. But it got real quiet at 2, 3 in the morning. So you'd run and get food all the time, mm-hmm. you know, run home. You know, run home and grab something to eat if you live right. close enough, whatever it might be. And I had bought a brand new Honda Civic, nothing special, but you know, it was my first real. It's a job. nice car. So I bought a nice car, black, yeah. pretty slick. I'm pulling out of this neighborhood, and I got followed from the railroad neighborhood, which is I don't want to bash somebody's neighborhood in case they live there and say mm-hmm. say where the if you don't know where the railroad is, but but uh, I got followed all the way to the Y. I remember I got pulled. I got finally turned his lights on at the Y, so I mm-hmm. drove about two miles, getting followed. And I had, I don't know if I had tent plates on. I think I had my transfer plates on. So they should have had my name. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I rolled my window down, his expression was different. Was different. Yeah. He's like, well, actually, first he goes, I, I pulled you over for not, it was some kind of turn signal coming mm-hmm. out of the neighborhood. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. There's not a car anywhere. I don't even know where he was. I don't even know where he saw me. But I came out of the railroad neighborhood. And he And I go, I work at the railroad. And it was over. And he yeah. flat out told me, oh, we've got a lot of drug things going on, and we're just keeping an eye on nice cars. And it's like, I mean, he just flat out told me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that sounds terrible. But now that I've grown up, I was 22 or 23 at the time, I'm like, okay, do I want him to try to take the drugs off the streets and do things like that or not? You know, right. because they've got a pretty damn tough job to do. Mm-hmm. But Now, see, the, the, the funny thing is <laughs> – it's a and weird they, conversation to have. Because no, it, I mean, it's a real conversation. Not weird, but real, right? I think that the, so in my head, I'm thinking about the situation like this. One, drug dealers don't swerve, make swerves, or however you want to say it, in their nice car. They do it in a little raggedy car. So. I don't even necessarily that, always that's think the that they're ster- trying to get a drug dealer, just somebody that bought. Maybe somebody rolls over on somebody. Maybe somebody that bought, yeah. But if you're in the nicer car, you're probably somebody that they want to try to catch. That I'm not bought an, I'm or not sold. Bought or sold. It might be either mm-hmm. or. Yeah. Yeah. Drug dealers ain't making just trying to put in, their, in their in I'm their nice car. Trying to bring another perspective on what would normally be looked at as a, an oppressive activity by a cop. But as long as I guess as long as they handle it, are you okay with being pulled over in a nice car coming out of a bad neighborhood? Man. If they're kind to you and a and ask you for your license and say you didn't signal then let you go or does that does that make you feel I live I live in the hood for a long time right yeah. in a Jaguar so I, my car got taken from me so it was I'm probably was, asking the wrong guy right I mean, <laughs> I, mean I was driving a, a S type Jaguar in the hood so one day they just took my I'm like why are y'all taking you my are, car <laughs> young Cornish is the other side of this conversation exactly <laughs> so it was literally to be expected and I I was like, yo, this car is super clean because I'm not not gonna be dirty in the in the Jaguar. But young people probably do that, and I and I'm sure that um, 
that may have been the excuse yeah. from time to time. So, yeah, I really believe that individual. You see where I'm even coming from in this conversation? I though? do. I do. I'm trying. I, I guess I'm trying to give the police an out that it's not always about, you know, may, maybe it is about race if they know they're looking for dealers. I think it's an amalgamation of, of race and crime at this at that particular. We want the crime off the streets. We you want know the crime I mean? off the streets, but not every African American person a drug dealer. Just like not every exactly. white person is a drug dealer. Yeah, or a meth head. Or a meth head. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's it, just the situation. This would be the other. This is the, probably the same story if they're trying to bust a meth house at a mm-hmm. trailer park that is all white. And they do, right? Yeah. But we just ne- – that's not glorified. So now in terms of, like, uh, police stops, police brutality, uh, we live in a world of technology. Do you feel that the, the social media and the, like, increased videos that we see, do you think that opens people's eyes to the reality more? Or do you think it makes people uh, more worried than they need to be? Like, do you think it's not always what it what it seems to be? Seeing thousands of videos of black people being harassed, I mean – the whole idea of, oh, we didn't see what happened before. Do you think kind of like that? I'm trying to get my head around exactly what you're asking. I think without... I think I, it's heightened. I think it's like, do you think it's think heightened and like it's uh, almost justified that. to be heightened or do you I think, think a lot it's of people, a reality? I think a lot of people, a lot of white people had no idea that it was ever a real issue. Right. I, I, I would I would believe the same, especially this new progressive mindset. Yeah. Didn't you necessarily know. It. And you know, for, for the longest... If an African-American was talking about 400 years of oppression, it was like, oh, he's just complaining until mm-hmm. some someone of our, you know, our white counterparts say the same thing that the African-Americans been saying. They're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, this is a real thing. So now individuals starting to understand their white virility. And now we can have a real conversation yeah. about this topic. And so it's what you said yesterday. George Floyd is huge. Yeah. Because that was a that I think all accounts. Mm hmm. The excuse makers can't find an excuse in that one. Because oh, yeah, for sure. Mike Brown was, I think, a story that they reached for the gun. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the, the story of not listening to what the cops say right. would be like Minnesota. Why are you walking away from the cop getting in your car? Where there's there's gonna be definitely stories that there, get lumped in that But there's excuse. There's always an excuse right. by, by, a, by an excuse maker that doesn't believe oppression has ever existed. And, um, but on the other side of her conversation, for for the I, think the te- media I think the technology is a great thing. So you don't think it's too negative seeing all of this? Because I've talked to a lot of white people who are like, it's a little too too negative. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.